1: Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays, 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR.
0: Okay, so look, I actually don't mind a good IPA. Uh, You know, I I don't tend to drink them regularly. The the kind of thing I think you can get tired of pretty quickly. And, And I think there probably are some breweries that cut corners and just Pack some of their beers with hops just to maybe uh, gloss over some of the other uh, weaknesses or shortcomings with their product. But there's really been a hop craze over the last couple of years. And I, I think it's crowded out a, a lot of really good beers, a lot of different kinds of beers. I'm a big, big porter guy myself. Love a good porter. Love a good stout. Also, a big fan of Amber Ales are, are terrific. Like I say, I, I mean, I, I can enjoy a good IPA once in a while, but it, it can all get to be a little too much. So I'm straddling the fence a little bit here. I, I, I get that there are those who love IPAs, but I can kind of understand why there are those who don't like IPAs. But it can be a very polarizing issue. And so Tristan Hopper has clearly planted his flag on the enough is enough side of things. Uh, Tristan Hopper has uh, a piece today at the National Post, also a great video that accompanies it, about why it's okay to hate hoppy beer. Joining us uh, for his thoughts is the aforementioned Tristan Hopper. Uh, Tristan, welcome to the program.
1: Oh, thanks for having me. All right,
0: so what's got you so worked up uh, about hoppy beer?
1: Um, I think uh, it it was my suspicion. uh, Now, there's a lot of, uh, you know, dark thoughts flying around in my head. So sometimes I have to confirm that they're actually true and shared by others. But it was my suspicion, which turned out to be shared by others, uh, is that uh, in this brave new era of craft beers uh, in which we have, uh, you know, this widening selection of beer that just isn't, you know, clear lagers like Canadian. um, Quite often uh, you'll uh, sip into one and then the, the hops isn't just like, oh, there's some hops there. Like it is. Utterly overwhelming, and I'm imagining there are a lot of people in your listener audience. Either they think I'm a wuss and they're yelling at the radio, or they have had this similar experience. They've gone over friends, they've, they've picked up a six pack of what they thought was just going to be some, you know, nice pills in there and sort of a, a nice IPA for drinking, and they are hit with an aggressively hoppy beer. Uh, and then uh, after doing some research, I found uh, this is indeed a common experience uh, where someone is hit with more hops than they can handle, and. Uh, is is confused
0: why that is? Well, why is that? I mean, is it is it because there's such a demand for it that, that breweries are providing the supply, or have breweries kind of created the demand by by pushing the supply?
1: Uh, There's sort of a number of reasons. So, if, first of all, hoppy beers sell very well. So when I, I checked with breweries and I was saying, oh, this is just some – my theory, initial theory was this is just some weird thing that you're doing. You're, you're, you're addicted to hops and you're just alienating everybody else and you're pushing this product on us, this tyrannous overhop product. And then uh, breweries were getting back to me and saying, well, you know, believe what you want, but IPAs and particularly really hoppy IPAs are doing really well. And uh, a lot of people really appreciate uh, these types of beers and they don't want to go back uh, once they've gone into Bittertown. Uh, that's the kind of beer that they like. Uh, but in terms of, uh, but however, um, they also acknowledge there are a lot of breweries that uh, yes are sort of prioritizing hops above all else. Uh, so rather than having a balanced IPA, which sort of you know brings up the hops, uh, there are plenty of breweries uh, which are just saying well, we'll just throw hops at it. We, you know, we can't actually make good beer, so we'll just throw hops at it, but nobody notices. So, yeah, uh, you could use food analogies. Um, uh, plenty of restaurants just throw bacon at something rather than learning how to cook, throwing cilantro at something. So uh, hops, uh, I, I don't want to tarnish all um, heavily hopped beers, uh, but it can be abused. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's uh, there's a perception that in beer culture that if you are out with friends and you drink something that to you tastes like potpourri, it's kind of uh, heresy to say that, hey, maybe it's a bit too much hops. Why can't I just have a beer that, you know, just goes down easy?
0: Right, and I think a lot of people are looking for that. It it does seem as though, you know, the the craft beer craze kind of branched off into this IPA craze, where IPAs became the the be-all and end-all, and and it did. And I think it overshadowed a, a lot of other great kinds of beer that are out there.
1: That's right. So I, I think it's it's a phase, and the, 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 we're through the worst of it. So it, 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 you no longer go to a beer fest, and it's just like, well, this has so many hops, like you'll go into a coma. Uh, so that is kind of over, and I think people are waking up. So it, it, beer experts I spoke to, they said, no, the, the worst of the hops era is over, and we're returning uh, to balance. And uh, their theory was it was ultimately unsustainable because uh one of the main reasons we like to drink beer, uh, I drank quite a lot of beer last night. It's because I was meeting with friends and uh, we, you're you're drinking beer and just kind of getting buzzed and enjoying their company. Mm -hmm. Now, a beer that is just utterly loaded with hops. And after three sips, you can't handle it anymore. Uh, that removes all the fun of beer. This is just kind of this ordeal, this tasting ordeal that you have to get through. So the hops there was always unsustainable because eventually we were going to realize we like, we like called it session beer. So session beer, this is the beer you can drink over a longer session. So, uh, eventually people were going to, we going to have a craving for session beer. So you're seeing a lot of breweries, uh, that did, uh, put out the heavy hop products saying, uh, you know, it was nice. Uh, just sitting around and having uh, three or four jars over the course of the night, and, and not uh, being unable to talk because it has—we were so hoppy.
0: But all, I mean, all beer has hops. Hops are an important ingredient when it comes to to the making oh, of yeah, beer. All beers, right? yes,
1: yes. yeah. Yes. So, um, uh, yeah, it, hmm, go on. But, but yeah, it's a it, so even Canadian and Bud have some amount of hops. So all beers uh, do have hops. So I think this whole thing started because. Uh, It's sort of like, you know, music trends. Uh, You had hair bands and, you know, makeup and the shoes in the 70s. And then in the 80s, you have grunge, which is the exact opposite. Just Kurt Cobain wearing some stuff that he found in a thrift store (laughs) dumpster. So I think initially you were like, well, everybody's just been drinking this watery beer. So here's the exact opposite of that. Here's just, you know, battery acid uh, in a beer. So I think everybody's just kind of calmed down. We've stopped rebelling. And uh, now some experimentation can go
0: on. Right. And I mean, the whole concept of the IPA, the India Pale Ale, was that, you know, years ago when, when the Brits used to have to ship beer over to India, uh, they would add more hops uh, because, of course, it, it is, as you point out, your piece of uh, preservative. And, and this is the kind of beer that they drank. And, you know, it's like going back in time and uh, enjoying this this pale ale that they had to make a certain way to ship it over to India. Uh, but just, you know, it became it be- took on a life of its own.
1: Exactly. So, uh, I mean, beer beer writers I spoke to uh, for this piece at uh, the National Post, they were pointing out, uh, well, this was – in terms of ingredients you can play with, uh, you can play with hops the most. There's not a lot of ingredients in beer. It's not like you can – you know, toy with the, uh, the malt or, or the sugars or something. There's really so much you can do. Uh, you, you can play with the yeast to an extent, but yeah, hops is the one in which you have the most flexibility. So everybody was just taking that, um, you know, arguably too far, uh, where there's all so many different types of hops the way you treat it will bring out different flavors. So, uh, one would argue, it's still not my cup of tea, but a balanced IPA, uh, you can pick it up and open it and there'll be, you know, this fresh aroma that comes from the hops and they'll bring out citrus flavors and whatever. So, Uh, I think it's natural that of all the beer ingredients, uh, hops would be the one you would focus on because it gives you the most flexibility.
0: Yeah. No, look, I mean, I I do like a good IPA. I mean, I, I tend to, you know, take, (laughs) take long breaks from them. You know, they're good for a while. You want to try something else, but I I don't mind a good IPA, even a really hoppy one. But I, I, this, I get the sense. And as you pointed to that, you know, people, a lot of people either love them or hate them. So what's been the reaction to, to your piece?
1: Uh, I haven't been bombarded by beer snobs. Uh so I thought that would happen. I thought I was just gonna get a bunch of like, well, these are real bears and you should shut up. And go drink your water right. somewhere else. So that didn't happen. Well, that's uh, but good. I did get uh, some strong opinions uh, in my camp. Um uh, people who uh who, who believed this but were scared to speak up because they thought that these were real bears. Uh, they you know, they were back to being eight years old again. Uh, where you get your first, uh, you know, illicit sip of alcohol, and you think this isn't what I thought it would be at all. I don't care for this at all. So they were thinking that was just happening again that the whole world was really into the hoppy beers, and they just had the palate of a twelve year old, and uh, they were trying to keep it quiet. But there's no reason. It, it is. It is just a difference in taste. It's not like uh, people who enjoy being hit in the face with hops have a more advanced palate. Uh, They just enjoy punishing their taste buds, possibly because of some, you know, self-hatred deep within. So there's no, if you don't like that type of beer, uh, it's not like you're a a boorish beer drinker. It it is simply a matter of taste.
0: So you're paving the way. You're you're making it it cool once again to uh, not like hops. It's okay for people to say so.
1: And uh, yeah that, I mean that should be obvious for any type of beer. I mean, if you're into like sour beers, uh, you shouldn't get on your high horse and you do know, think that's the only kind of beer, and then everybody else is a heretic for liking something that isn't sour. Um, so I, yes, I think there has been expansion in the other beer styles. There'll always be a place uh, for IPAs, but uh, we've left the era. Uh, in which breweries uh, think, well, we have to uh, put out uh, you know a whole line of just punch you in the face hops because that's what the market demands, and uh, that, you know I, that's the only thing I can taste or feel anymore.
0: But I do find it interesting because you know the, the craft beer industry. I mean, their, their argument is that look, you, you really need to try this, you need to experience it. Don't don't live a life of Budweiser and Coors Light. So I mean, if you want people to sort of come into that realm, if if the first thing they experience from going from their their Coors Light to a hoppy IPA, well, they're going right back to the Coors Light, is my guess.
1: Exactly. So that, that is isn't the chief argument uh, made that uh, is the whole point of craft beer. So beer sales are falling around the world while craft beer sales are climbing uh so i mean there are a lot of people who are throwing away their beer and that is a market that needs to be captured so this argument has been made yeah you've got a bunch of canadian drinkers who grew up on american canadian beer i mean alexander keith is allegedly an ipa but you know i had one last night It has basically no off taste to it um so you've got these people you're saying hey try some craft beer so i think there are thousands if not millions of people who are thinking well i'm going to try this craft beer and then if you're hit with just bam uh, the potpourri, the distilled tweed, the something hop taste. Uh, yeah, that's an experience uh, you don't want to repeat again, particularly when you paid $20 for a six-pack of said beer. Right. Uh, so I, I think, uh, yes, potentially um, uh, craft breweries are waking up to that. I mean, it's, a, it's akin to, um, you know, when you, you travel to Europe, uh, you, you go to Germany or Belgium, and then you drink their beer, and you realize, hey, this is actually good beer. I've been drinking piss all my life. Um, that's ideally the experience you should be having uh, when you drink craft beer, rather than the exact opposite, saying there's something wrong, everybody's gone insane. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's an invasion of the body snatchers, and they've convinced themselves that, that drinking c- citrusy battery acid is uh, you know haute couture. Yeah,
0: well, uh, the column, the video, uh, much more, nationalpost.com. Uh, Tristan, always a pleasure. Thanks for joining us here today. Yeah, thank you. That's Tristan Hopper, nationalpost.com. Uh, so he's taking out his position. I got a text here from Dave says, hoppy beer is good if the flavor is there. Too many people are just making it hoppy for the sake of it, and the taste is bad. Where it can get better, it's, it's just too much. That yeah, there, there, there's been that trend where it's just we're going to pack an insane amount of hops into this beer, and then the, the next one will come along and say, well, we'll outdo even that. And it's it's kind of madness. So let's hope that the pendulum is, is swinging in the other way. By the way, speaking of beer... The Alberta government today has officially filed a notice of appeal in regards to the June 19th ruling by the Court of Queen's Bench that the government's markup policy and craft beer is unconstitutional and that the Alberta government would have to pay uh, Steam Whistle and Great Western Brewing $2.1 million in restitution. I I suspect that that's why the government is appealing because of that order that they, they reimburse these breweries. Because otherwise, this appeal makes no sense. The Alberta government already announced that they were going to retool this, uh, this policy to make it uh, more in keeping with our trade obligations. Because there were two cases, as you remember. There was Artisan Ales, the importer uh, business here in Alberta, that appealed under the Agreement on Internal Trade. And they were successful there. They won the first uh, case. The government appealed. Uh, Artisan Ales won the appeal. So first of all, that panel found that the Alberta government's policy was in violation of the agreement on internal trade. The Alberta government said, well, okay, we'll we'll address it. Then you had this court ruling that found that the policy was actually in violation of the Constitution itself, Section 121, and that all of the tax money collected from these two breweries, some $2 million worth, would uh, would need to be refunded to them. So if the Alberta government's going to change the policy, appealing this court ruling seems like a waste of time and money. But I suspect it's just that they don't want to have to reimburse these breweries. So that appeal as of today has now officially uh, been filed.
1: Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770
0: Calgary.